Hi, my name is Irina Kremin, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Blue Beauty Series, hosted by Jeannie Jarnot, the founder and CEO of Beauty Heroes. In this podcast series, we interview a beauty and wellness brand's founders, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to talk about the future of beauty and how to build businesses that leave our planet better and bluer. From zero-waste packaging to regenerative practices, you will discover why materials matter, how to make philanthropy the foundation of a profitable business model, and which innovative brands are leading the Blue Beauty Revolution. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Jeannie and Irina. Yes, um, I am excited to talk to you. And I think uh, you're in Marina del Rey in Southern California, and I'm here in Northern California. I just like to give people a little bit of an orientation of where we are. And I think what Irina was just saying is such a good metaphor, right? You were, you know, it's like, it takes such a small thing to make such a big impact. And that's how I feel about Bite. Um, I've been, I'm really excited about this conversation because I've been following your company for a couple of years. I really believe in being an early adopter to new, um, new products that help us live lighter on the planet. And that's um, a huge part of Beauty Heroes, in addition to all the different things that we that we are passionate about. Um, so I've been a customer of Bite uh, for, for a couple of years, and I was just sharing with you that my 11-year-old has finally fully transitioned to Bite and loves it since you came out with the kids' bits. That's so awesome to hear. I love that so much. And I feel like, you know, when you can when kids like something, they're so honest about it. And like, there's like no hold barred. If they don't think it's good, they'll be like, this is terrible. And so it's always such like, it's so exciting to me when I hear about like a, a mom or dad, you know, transitioning their kid to bite. I think it's, it's really, really fun and exciting. So thank you. It's really not easy uh, with kids. They yeah. are very picky. And yeah, so this was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. Um, what is, you're the co-founder of Byte, right? And um, you, tell us what the product is for people who don't know and, and you know, and what you make. Let's just start there. Yeah. So Byte um, is their dry toothpaste tablets. And I actually have some right here that I can show us. So they're dry toothpaste tablets and they come in glass jars with an aluminum lid. And the whole point of this was I was traveling all the time for work. I was a uh, working as a TV producer. So every like other week I was on a plane flying somewhere for only a few days and it was always carried on only. And so I've been passionate about the environment and sustainability for a really long time. Even before I was a, surf, uh, a TV producer, I was actually a surf and snowboard instructor. And I, I taught surf lessons right out here, like right down the street. Like we live um, right by the ocean. And I had really seen the amount of plastic that was washing up on my board when I was out, um, you know, giving lessons really go up in those years. And so then when I became a TV producer, you know, with the intention of one day wanting to do documentaries, I, it was always on my mind. But then here I was, you know, not really living in alignment with that, you know, I was going through those little tiny toothpaste tubes, and I had everything else kind of sorted, like I could, you know, you can get little travel containers for your shampoo, conditioner and those kind of things. But it was the toothpaste that I couldn't find an alternative for. So I started, you know, looking into 
powders and tablets. And there were some on the market, but none of them really had ingredients that I, you know, wanted to to use. And they all were still packaged in plastic. And so I was like, well, that doesn't really solve the problem that I'm trying to solve here. Um, so mm-hmm. I started um, just basically, I literally bought a tableting machine. I was making them in my living room and I took like, online chemistry classes to figure out, you know, what is toothpaste? Talk to dentists, dental hygienists, like, how do I make this? What do I make? Because this was, this was for me and, you know, my friends and family who would be interested in something like this. So it needed to be effective. It needed to be, um, you know, eco-friendly and all of those things. So um, my my co-founder, who's actually my boyfriend, he, um, you know, we were, we were living together and he was like, his background is design and tech. So he was like, okay, well, if you're going to do this, it needs to look awesome. And so he's the yeah. one who did our label. He's done our website, still is in charge of all of the branding and design. And I was doing all the formulations and, you know, the and that whole thing. So, you know, the whole concept is that once you get your first glass bottle, then you just continue to refill it with compostable refill pouches. And so what that does, it it totally eliminates plastic out of the equation um, and makes it something where it's just continually, you know, just refillable for for infinity. And we also now have mouthwash tablets and then a plastic-free toothbrush and plastic-free floss. Yeah. I think um, it's inter- it's interesting that you took on oral care because everybody in the world brushes their teeth almost, you know, like pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I think I want to, you know, there, there were, like you said, there were toothpaste tabs before, tablets before, but you, what did you, how's bite different? Yeah. So it's, it's crazy because actually it, toothpaste tablets were invented by Colgate in 1969. Like they had a patent on it and, you know, patents, I think they last like 25 years or something like that. So they, they had a patent for it. And um, so they, these are like tablets are old, like they're old school. Like they, they came out the same time as toothpaste essentially, you know, a little bit, well, a little bit after toothpaste. So, you know, it wasn't like I was reinventing this entire form factor, but what they, what was out was either, it was just not that great of an experience. Like I tried some, there were some that, you know, have been on the market for since the eighties that I was able to get from, from Europe actually. But they, when I bit into it, it kind of had this texture that I was like not into. And I was like, okay, I I can't like, even, even for me, someone who's passionate about the planet, like I said, I just can't get behind this one. And then there were other ones that, you know, were easily found here in the U S but they didn't have anything that was good for my teeth. And like, I'm, I'm vegan. So I have a very high carb (laughs) diet. Um, and so it was something where I needed to make sure that I wasn't going to trash my teeth with this. I, I needed something, some sort of like you know, remineralizing or anything. So ours are actually made with nanohydroxyapatite, which is, you know, it's, we worked with dentists to add it. It's a non-toxic fluoride alternative that um, has been shown in, you know, studies upon studies uh, and peer reviewed, like very, like, and been used in um, Japan for over 40 years as a, um, you know, remineralizing ingredient. So that was something that I was like, we need to make sure that we have something that's going to be healthy for my teeth. And I actually just went to the dentist for the first time since quarantine last week. And I was like, yeah, of course, another great, another great checkup. So yeah, yeah, that's what makes us different. And we were the first ones ever to be on a, like a refill subscription, which is so important because it needed to not just be, you know, taste good and be good, like, you know, normal toothpaste, but it needed to be convenient. 
because people really want to do the right thing for the planet. But if you're, if it's too hard or if it, you know, if it disrupts their life too much, um, it's going to fall to the wayside. And that was something that I was like, we just need to nip that in the bud. Like this is the most eco-friendly way that we could do it, which is why we're on a four month cadence. Um, you know, it's just like, we send it to you once and we're carbon neutral. So we offset everything that we send and with, you know, carbon offsets and that you can just, you know, be in that system. So that was what was really important to me kind of starting it is how do I make it good? How do I make it like, look, you know, how does it look nice? And then how do I make it easy for people? Yeah. Um, yes, I call it the win-win-win. Um, and I want to get a little bit into that, but I want to just ask you, when you were thinking about starting a com- this company and creating a product, did you think about kind of going, you know, like oral care is, you know, dominated by just a few companies, big companies. Did you think about that? How did you think about that? Because I think that's really what I, 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 I was writing, you know, writing to you last night and I was just like, she's really a sustainability maven. You are, that's what I feel about you. Like I can feel that you have this, um, you know, sort of passion that I recognize, you know, genuine, you know, we want to leave the planet better for our future generations. We want to enjoy the planet while we're here and not have, you know, lots of pollution and, you know, a glowing climate crisis. Um, But you had to think about like, if we create something and it's actually successful, like it's going to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. It's funny. Like (laughs) I feel like luckily I almost didn't think about that because I, I think that's why it's really crazy when you kind of look back at our timeline and how this all happened. And I think honestly, because I didn't have a business background, I did like no focus group testing. I didn't like look at the competitive landscape. I didn't do any of that. I was just like, I have this problem. I want to solve it. Like no one's fixing this. Like I'm just going to do it myself. And so I started doing it. Um, And so I really had never really thought about the fact that there's only like major players and they could easily crush us and all these things, you know, like it wasn't anything that I was like, oh, that's like a a bad business idea. Because for me, I was just like, this is just something that I need. And I think what happened is that because of that, like a lot of really smart people who are probably like way better at business than me, who could have done these things, were scared off from this category because it's so scary. And because of that, it kind of left, left this gap where we were able to, you know, start a product, go in, we had a video go viral. And what we found out is there are so many people who are thinking like me, who want something that's better for the planet, who want something that's better for their bodies. And so, and they're willing, you know, one of the biggest things that um, you like, we see like time and again, like, and now I'm reading all of these, you know, um, marketing studies about oral care, because this is our space that we're in. And they're like, oh, people don't want to change their habits. And you can't expect people to do these kind of things. And I'm like, well, we are, and we did. And, you know, some, you know, one of the, the best, um, like feedback I get from customers is like, you know, at first it was really weird, but now I love it. I'll never go back. And I think, you know, it was one of those things that because I had zero concept of like what this landscape was, we kind of went into it with like not knowing that. And now that we're finding success, it's just easier and easier for us, you know, and we're kind of like picking at the the big guys. And so, um, you know, I think that that was their attention. 
We are. And that's the whole point, you know? And so it's, we just had, you know, one of the biggest toothpaste companies in, on the planet literally has just released two different versions of toothpaste tablets. And people are like, are you scared? Like, what are you? And I'm like, no, that's the whole point. Like, you know, we can't as a small business do the kind of like, you know, create the kind of change that our planet needs. Like, uh, you know, yeah, we're here to, to sell toothpaste now, but really like we're here to get plastic out of our, our daily habits. Right. And so the way that we're going to do that is like, if we're here, like proving out the market, like saying like, Hey, big guys, like there are people who care, there are people who want this then, and we're forcing them to change because they're like, Oh wait, we need to, we need that. Like, you know, bites taking our market share. We need to now do this. That's actually how we have big change. Cause like we can only do so much. We need the whole industry to shift. And so I think like that's the way that I see it, where it's super exciting that we're kind of just sitting here, like poking them, being like, look, this is an opportunity to get here because that's Mm -hmm. ultimately what's going to change. And for me, it's like I have confidence, you know, in in our business and our customers to, you know, continue to like, you know, inevitably some shortcuts will be made when the big guys get into it. They're going to they're going to they're not going to do everything the way we do. And so we'll still be there for that customer you know, and we'll be working on new products and we'll be doing those kind of things. So I think that's the whole, the whole point is to push the industry. Um, And so it's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, that's really the point of these conversations is to bring more people into the conversation to, you know, inspire others to think in these, you know, ways and you're inspiring, you know, me and others through this conversation. I'm so glad to hear you say that, that Byte's going to be around to service your customers like me, because, you know, I've tried since trying Byte, I thought I started to get like kind of into it, right? Like I'm beauty here as I'm a curator. I'm like, you know, always trying a lot of things. That's kind of my job. And so I tried like all these different toothpaste tabs and they, you know, really didn't stand up to yours. I would, I would, I would not even, I would never say that if it wasn't true. Like I wouldn't, you know, blow smoke for anybody. I really am, you know, think that the formula is good. The product's good. And like I said, it, like my kid approved it. I'm working on other people, getting them on it. So um, I think, you know, it's so cool that you do have a formula and you made something that, you know, I, I think is best in class from what I've tried. So um, but it's exciting that you sort of um, approach that. And, and um, so I, when I order from bite, I, there's a couple things first, I get a really very, you know, smart box. What I love about a lot of these products that um, are zero waste, they come in really small packaging, you know, at beauty heroes, we, we're very different. We um, fulfill all of our products in-house, all of our orders in-house, and we don't use a third-party fulfillment. And the reason why we do that is a third-party fulfillment would never be able to, to accomplish what we want because we work with so many different sizes of products and so many brands. We have over 100 brands, and we have over 40 different sizes of boxes so that we can use the smallest box possible. And we don't print on our boxes because that creates more carbon footprint to actually get the boxes sent to the printer. We, you know, we brand them a different way and try to keep all of the packaging super minimal. But what I loved about Byte when I got my box, you know, first of all, you get this really 
nice, tight, compact shipment. And then you get an email that tells you how you ship your products and why the way you ship is lighter on, on the environment. So I thought that was really cool. I sent it to my team. I said, we're, we're working on this Q2. We're going to send, we're going to do something similar where we're like explaining why we do things the way we do them. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear, can you share us a little bit about sort of that process, like the next step? Yeah, I love that. So for me, it's like, I'm obsessed with this kind of stuff. And this is what I spend my time doing is figuring out, you know, sustainability is is a moving goalpost, right? You get you get where you think you're so sustainable. And then, you know, you find out that there's better options, right? And so I'm constantly researching it constantly, you know, taking notes and everything. And so I was doing that. And I was like, I feel like I'm learning so much, like, we should be telling our customer this, right? We should be telling them why we're making the choices that we're making. And like, why? Because not only will that inform them about why things like why we're doing what our brand, but now it's going to go, they're going to think about when they're making other sustainable choices or, you know, maybe companies who say they're sustainable, but they're not really walking the walk. Right. And maybe, or maybe they're like, you know, it's also kind of in your, like in everybody's life, it's like, you're able to make some sustainable choices and some are not, you know, and you have to be able like that, that's, being human on this planet and that's okay. But if you know why the choices that when they are sustainable, why they matter and you know the whole thought process of that, I think that's just so important and empowering. And um and that's why we love to explain everything to our, our, our customers. And and we have you know these extensively like nerdy blog posts that I literally am the one who's like writing of like why we're using you know cashmere oil bristles and we break down the good and the bad, right? Because a lot of times there's no perfect solution in sustainability. And anybody who's trying to make it look like this is totally and like yes you have to be able Nuance is really hard in like an Instagram post or a Facebook ad. Nuance is tough, but that's what blog posts are for. And that's when you can break things down and be like, this is why we're making the choice that we're making and like why we make that. And it's for the person who really wants to know those things. And so I think that's like one of my favorite things to spend my time on. And, um, and we get, you know, a lot of people who, who love that as well, who are our customers. So thank you for noticing that. And, uh, and thank you for bringing that up because it's, it's really, it's so important. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you, like, what's kind of exciting you right now in your company? Um, You know, like, what's next level for you? Yeah, so for us, you know, 2020 was obviously, I mean, what a year for for everyone, right? So we were were so lucky um, in, in a lot of ways because we are a small team and we are made in the U.S. And so a lot of the things that kind of happened where like a lot of businesses that were impacted, we were, you know, thankfully um, pretty insulated from that. Uh, but we we had like quite a few new products that we wanted to be coming out with that we basically are now pushing to 2021. Um, and now we're here. So it's very exciting. So we have, um, you know, quite a few new products coming out this year. And I think that for us, it's kind of, you know, being able to also get things even, you know, we were talking about our boxes and how they're sustainable and they are, but like, we're going to be doing like even more sustainable stuff. Like we're going completely to algae Inc. very soon. We're in the process of getting our B Corp. Um, and which is really exciting and, you know, kind of doing all of these things. We just got, um, we've been palm oil free for 
almost a year and a half now, but we finally got the certification for it. And that was just a bandwidth thing. And so we're finally now like certified palm oil free. So, you know, all of these things that I've been like really wanting to do for so long um, are finally coming to fruition. And I think uh, 2021 will be a great, great year. Yeah. Um, Can you talk about like things that you, you know, the blue beauty movement is really about finding ways to use your company for good. And I know you do some, some outreach charity work. Yeah. Yeah. Still doing that every Saturday on Skid Row, which is so great. That's been a really great thing. And are, are there other ways that you want to sort of use bite to, you know, for, for, you know, improving anything like what other things do you want to do with the company I know with beauty heroes it's like I think about like oh I really want to do these things and you it's a process right um yes you you have to you make sure everything that you're already doing is sustainable and then um move so do you have some I some you know wishes that you hope to to use you know accomplish through bite it's a great question I you know one of the coolest things about having a a company. I mean, there's like many cool things, but basically, and this is something that I did not understand about having a company until I had one is that now we get to like put our money into really good things, right? So we get to like with our packaging, we can buy from other, now that we're big enough, right? When you're small and anybody watching this who's a small business, you do what you need to do to get it. Like make your sustainable choices. Don't make, don't take shortcuts, but if you have to work with who you're able to work with, right? Cause many companies will be like, you're too small. I don't want to work with you. Now we're big enough where companies want our business. So we can be like, Oh, cool. But like, what are you doing that's sustainable in these ways? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or you know, one of the things that we've done is like now, even internally when you're shipping, like we are made in LA and our warehouse is in LA. Um, but it's like, now we don't want any plastic in that process. So, you know, and before we could ask that, but now we can be like, don't, you know, like this is a, a, you know, prerequisite of working with us. And so those are the kind of things that as you get bigger, you can kind of like force these more sustainable um, choices into the the back end that your customer would never know about. But it's so important, you know, because these are the kind of things that, you know, are really big. And so those are one thing. And then the other thing is being able to donate. So, you know, we are and as I said, in the process of getting our, our B Corp, but even before that, actually, we were still donating all the time. Anytime, you know, there was like we it's um, it's nice to be able to be like, OK, let's put our money here this month or let's put our money there this month. And so um, I think that's something that we're going to be doing even more of um, come like as this year goes, um, just more things. And maybe we don't even like send emails about it or anything. It's just kind of on our back of what we're doing. And I think that that's something that's super important um, because that's, you know, that's it. And something that I learned through B Corp is that, you know, what they uh, really want you to do is pick like a few charities and donate to them regularly, which is something we haven't been doing these past few years because I didn't know that that's actually helpful to them. So, you know, kind of those things, learning how to be better, how we can be a better partner um, is just good. Yeah. Are you, I, I have a question I didn't put on my list for you. I hope it's okay yeah. if I ask, but I'm actually wondering if you see any other like really big, you know, problems or solutions that you want to, you know, that you think, I mean, I think 
you know, that either you want to fix or you want somebody to fix or that you're seeing attempting to be fixed? Yeah, it's a good question. Okay. So I feel like I'm, um, I just watched Seaspiracy last night. I don't know if you've seen it. It just came on Netflix and I was like, so every time after I watch a documentary that I'm all amped up. Uh, but one of the things that I think is super exciting is the, uh, which is totally off topic of, of the industries that we're in, but I think is so important is the, you know, just this push towards uh, plant-based meats. Um, I think that that's just, and like, you know, uh, alternatives I think is incredibly incredibly exciting and so when talks about it like we didn't even talk about it you know what I'm saying we've known a very long time that, you know like majority of ocean plastic is actually fishing net but we don't talk about it because it's like you know it, it just it feel like it needs to start now you know and because everything's like super and i think so much and you think that you've seen plant strong pop up is like really and like a buy opportunity um kind of in our space i mean i think about all time there's still so much plastic in what i and i would say you know sunscreen is something that i think is to um to do I have uh, yeah my lagging situation the home is still need to uh but um so I think yeah there's a lot of um a lot that and like hair beyond conditioner I think is something that would be like a really helpful thing for someone to do and if someone gets in if someone can like replace leave-in conditioners I will buy from you if there's anybody listening <laughs> I will buy from you I actually do see somebody listening um, who uh, might be able to do that. So uh, um, there's a couple of people on the live call and uh, on the live presentation. And uh, then, you know, it'll be listened to, I think, you know, at uh, on demand. Um, There's so much more to talk about. This was amazing. I really want to thank you for, you know, trailblazing and, you know, kind of doing something that uh, was big with us with something small. And I'm grateful that people like you exist on the planet and, um, you know, look forward to future conversations with you. I think, uh, you know, Bite is going to grow and, um, we're going to be watching and supporting you and uh, cheering you on. Thank you so much, Jeannie. And I think it's so amazing what you guys are doing with Beauty Heroes too. So thanks so much for having me on and chatting about all things sustainable. I love it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from the Blue Beauty series and to meet some of the speakers online, join Beauty Influence Network. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.